Hello, Scorpio friends. I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my Scorpio September 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. That's the place where you can see all of the free things that I do for you each month. Get all of your goodies all in one place. And if you'd love to be an astrologer as your profession, check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. I have been able to be a homeschooling mom for well over a decade, and I've been self-employed for way longer than that, and astrology has been at the source of most of that income. So I can teach you how to do that. If you're interested, you can see the course at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. I also have free courses at that same site that you can check out. So what do we have going on? We've got a lot of information, a lot of must knows. We're going to take it piece by piece. The two things you need to know to make the most of this video first is this is for you, whether Scorpio is your moon or your sun or your rising sign, or even if you watch for your Mercury, if you go deeper into your chart, your Venus chart, your Mars chart, any strands of Scorpio you have there, this video will be one of your pieces of astrological truth. The next must know is if you're a late degree Scorpio, especially the later late degree Scorpios. So we'll say November 15th or 16th through the rest of the sign. I definitely recommend you also watch my Sagittarius horoscopes between the Scorpio and the Sag reports. We'll have you late degree people covered. Okay, so what is going on? The first major must know is those open stars that I've been so excited about that started around July 7th and go until around September 7th. We're wrapping that up. Open stars is when you can have a lot of energy to launch your boats out into the ocean. So if you kind of just imagine this energetically, if you're trying to get off a deserted island and you have your boat and you're paddling, paddling, paddling when the tide is coming in, it's going to be very difficult to get your boat out to the open sea. But we've had a period of open stars from around July 7th through around September 7th where the tide was going out. So you could launch your big, you know, decisions, launch your big dreams, launch your big projects, you know, do all of your forward momentum stuff. And now after around the first week of September, that tide is coming in and it's time to go more internal and retrospective. So that is a very major must know. We've got Mercury retrograde dominating September and October, but Although we hear a lot of trouble from Mercury retrograde, like things breaking, miscommunications, um, changes of plans, not having certainty, not being able to plan very far ahead, all of those things are true, and that is going to be the main theme for September and October. There are some amazing things about Mercury retrograde that you can take advantage of, so I'm going to list a couple here. One of the major must-knows from Mercury retrograde is to have a free-flow, agendaless time. And this is very undervalued these days. Everyone is always so scheduled and it's very stressful and we take things on and say yes to everything. But when you've got a retrograde time like this, the more you can say no to scheduling or just schedule things tentatively, put things in pencil with the understanding that there's a pretty good chance you're going to change your mind or that something's going to come up it leaves you a lot of freedom. First of all, to not have to try to be rescheduling everything. Second of all, one of my favorite things about Mercury Retrograde is that last minute magic tends to come in. And the more you have room for that last minute magic, the more you'll be happy. Okay. So the less you schedule, the more you have room for the last minute things that will come in and give you opportunities. This is really great for a laid back vacation schedule 
Travel during Mercury retrograde can be quite wonderful. Um, Mercury rules travel, and it's one of the planets that move, rule, rule travel. So in a retrograde, people will find themselves traveling. But there's always more of a chance for there to be changes to gates, you know, changes to your plans. And so you just have to pay more attention to details. Know that probably those things are going to come up. And the more flexible you can be with the travel, the easier it's going to be. It's also great for staycations and indulging in hobbies and reorganizing and clearing, clearing out your cabinets and your closets and things like that. One note is that if you have anything you're not sure you want to get rid of, just kind of put it to the side in your clearing out process. And then when the energies are more clear, like in the beginning of November, um, it might be easier to make that decision. But then, of course, we're going to have Venus retrograde coming in, which we'll talk about in later months because that's a whole different ballgame. But at least at the beginning of November, you'll have clarity. You'll be dancing in between those retrogrades. Past efforts can come in in a big way. You can reap rewards from past efforts. Going back and finishing unfinished business is another major must-know for the retrograde time. Reconnecting with friends and family, going back to things that you used to do, studying, learning, teaching, all of those things are very well indicated for the retrograde. Just make sure to follow these guidelines, okay? So if, if your venture has one of the three checked off that I'm about to list, then it's pretty safe bet in the retrograde. The first is if it's low stakes. If you're doing something like buying a new throw rug and it's not very expensive and it doesn't matter if it gets ruined or if you change your mind about it or if it changes uses quicker than you expect, that's an example of a low stakes thing. Anything like that in the retrograde, it's fine. The higher stakes things that are harder to change, that are more expensive, that if they turn out different than you expect them, it might be a bigger deal. Those are the things to kind of consider putting off until November if you can help it, or at least the end of October. Another thing to check off to, to kind of do your Merc Mercury retrograde guideline test is if it's short term. If it's something that is only intended to be short term anyway, then it's fine. Also, if it's flexible. So let's say you're trying to engage in a school program or something that is longer. As long as there's flexibility in your um, studies, like it's go at your own pace and you can go to it and come away from it, then that is perfectly fine and very well indicated for Mercury retrograde. All right, so leave your schedule light to make room for last minute magic. Big, big must know. All right, so something else that is a major must-know, and actually, we're going to go, surprise, back to the visuals of the charts. Now, I've had a lot of requ requests to have the visuals back in place. I don't have time to do it a lot of the time, um, so I'm not necessarily committing to being able to do it every video from now on, but we are going to do it today. Okay, so let's get the visual going here. Let's look at this next must-know that I wanted to talk about. The first thing is that we've got a lot of Virgo energy still. Virgo energy makes a 60-degree angle, which is a favorable angle for Scorpio. It means that you can put some muscle, some action behind some things that you feel emotionally strong about. The water sign, any water signs have strong emotional energy. And when we have planets moving through Earth signs, they can work very well together because you can put your emotion behind the muscle and you can be very, very productive. So 
Networking is still working out um, in a big way for you all. If you have someone that's trying to introduce you to somebody saying, oh, I think this person can help you, or especially if it's somebody that they've mentioned before, there are key people that will come in because of this 11th house. Okay, you can see you have a full 11th house. Now, let's take a peek. Now, this is going to be true, this full 11th house is going to be true for all of you at some point, but those of you who are later in the sign, let's look at the middle. Okay, so basically this is the early chart and the Virgo planets making that nice angle for Scorpio is true for all early, middle, and late degree Scorpio placements. But what's different is the timing of the houses. Okay, so look there at the 11th house in the early. See how it shifts back for the middle? And see how it shifts back a little more for the late degree? So you can see from the beginning of the month, you all in the middle and late degree aren't roaring in the 11th house. You've got some things going on there, right? But you've got all of this stuff still in the 10th house. That means for those of you who are November born, you still have an extra emphasis that was a, true for the earlier degree placements in um, August. In September, the November born, okay, so the October born got this um, big 10th house focus in August. And now the November born, or if you're watching, so when we say October born, we also mean zero to nine degrees. So early degree placements had the 10th house work, career, employment, a very strong focus on that, that stuff in August. And now those of you who are in the November born or 10 to 29 degrees, you have that work, employment, um, your father figures, all of that, still carrying through very strongly into September. But the things we talked about with the networking and all of that, that's going to come for you all. November born, it's just going to be staggered and it will be as the month of September progresses. And the later you are in the sign, the longer it's going to take for all of these planets here to get into this 11th house. Okay, so that, that's going to be true for you. It's just going to be staggered by a couple of weeks. Now, the next thing that's a must know, let's go back to this chart. And again, we're talking about everybody unless I otherwise differentiate out. As the planets move through Libra, they start to crowd this 12th house. And this is all a prelude for birthdays. Okay, so once we're in September, we're not that far away before those October born start having their birthdays or if you're having, if you have another placement in Scorpio, the sun crossing over that placement. And when the 12th house gets busy, and so let's just check it out so we can see for everybody how busy it is starting from the beginning of the month. 12th house early, 12th house is starting to get started there with Venus for middle, and it's not quite there yet at the beginning of September, but this will progress over time. And the 12th house is the house of your, your hidden um, place, your you know things behind the scenes, um, your inner world, people working for you on your behalf or working against you on your behalf or not on your behalf. You know, it's, it's like the hidden dark attic, we call it, and, or I call it. And so as the planets crowd there and as you get closer to your birthday or the crossover of your sun to your Scorpio placement, there's more and more mental activity and more of the fears, addictions, limiting beliefs, um, ancestral, um, I don't want to say garbage, but in some case, in some cases it is, you know, ancestral belief systems that are holding you back in your current reality. So this makes it a fantastic time for psychological 
work, whether it's personal, like through a self-development book, or whether it's hypnosis, any fears, any stress, any anxiety that you have, any compulsion that you have to party or escape, a lot of times people feel this in their 12th house and they get whacked out and they're like, oh gosh, I have to escape. So maybe this time around, you can make a different decision and beside, instead of escaping into it, maybe you can get some help with healing the things because what happens after, and this is true for all early, middle, and late, is that once the planets go to this 12th house, then they leave there, then they go to the first house, that's time for the birthday, that's time for the sun moving you know, across your ascendant or across your moon or whatever it is, and then this is the rebirth, regeneration, you know, the time where you're ready to push out again and do things. And the degree to which you integrate those challenged belief systems and the degree to which you heal is going to be the degree to which you can blaze forward. Okay, so something else that the planets in the 12th house are really good for is showing you things that you don't want. They can show you things you don't want in yourself. They can show you things you don't want in other people or other situations. And that is really very valuable for your self-development work because then you know what you're working with. Okay, so next major must know is that the planets in Libra, just by the, the fact that they're in Libra, is going to bring very strong relationship focus, okay? So we're gonna go back to this chart, but again, we're talking about all early, middle, and late degree Scorpios. So Libra brings focus on partnerships, superficial relationships, and deeper relationships. And your answers might come through collaborating. Your answers might come through somebody helping you. Um, any problems in your relationships are likely to come up and any solutions that you've been seeking are also have a fair chance to come up, okay? So just major must know that the strong energy in Libra not only crowds that 12th house, but also brings the relationship um, energies. And this might also mean that you just need some support with dealing with whatever it is that comes up and you can have it through all of that beautiful Libra energy. Okay, so now another major must know is that these planets here, okay, the Sun, Mars, Mercury, Venus, are going to be making trines. Okay, so the Sun and Mars are going to make a trine with Pluto. Mercury is going to make a trine with Saturn. A trine is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. Then Mercury is going to come and make a trine with Jupiter. And then in November, after Mercury goes retrograde and then goes back to this point, it's going to do it again. Okay, so you can see for the early degree placements that the trines are really focused in the home and family sectors. All right, so let's see if that's true for um, middle degree. Middle degree, you've got some of the trine action there. But the late degree, that trine action is is near the fourth house, so there could be whispers. But you've got your trine action more centered in the money house, in the house of communication. Okay, so basically the October born and some of the early November people or the zero to nine degrees or like, you know, the early 10, 11, 12-ish degrees, you all have these blessings that want to come from these trines in your home and family sector, real estate, anything having to do with working from home, businesses that are home, like 
real estate business or construction business or plumbing business, things that are centered around the home, those things are coming up very strongly, especially for the October born or early degree or right there at the beginning of November. But the later you are in the sign, the more this emphasis comes for these trines in this third house. Okay, so that's very important to know. Third house has to do with communication. It has to do with your devices, your transportation, traveling, your physical mobility. So blessings can come there. So something you've been working on, maybe a communication breakthrough, maybe a writing project, maybe somebody gives you a car, you know, while most of September after around, you know, the first week or so gets a little bit more challenging to try to make a big purchase but you do have some good energy at the beginning of September there, and this Pluto trine action is going to be starting then, okay? So, you know, big vehicle purchases, you need a computer, things like that. Those of you in the November-born um, time frame, or 10 to 29 degrees, are really getting those blessings here. And the money sector is very much highlighted from those Pluto trines, the later you are. So we'll say those same people who I said to watch um, the Sagittarius reports as well. So we'll even bring it back to like, we'll say it around November 11th through the rest of the sign or like 20 to 29 degrees. You all have these trines with Pluto in your money sector. So that's very exciting and a big must know. Okay, so a couple of other things here. There are many, 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 many more salty aspects this month than there are sweet ones. If you want a complete list of the sweet and salty aspects, what they are, what the dates are, what you might see from them delivered into your inbox one month early, you definitely want to go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter because I provide all that in a written form early for you to work with. But either way, I can tell you that this month, there are so many more challenging aspects than there are sweet ones. But similar to what we talked about last month, all of those aspects are just kind of like quick bumps, you know, and it's, I'm likening it to road bumps in a residential neighborhood. Like not that we want to speed, we don't want to speed in a residential neighborhood, but going over the bumps sometimes are annoying, even if you're going slowly. And that's what it's going to be like this month. It's like, you can't even get quite up to speed and there's a, a bump and you can't go. And then there's a bump. Okay. So if you just kind of know that it's not going to be forever, it is going to pass. The speed bumps are small, but that is a major must-know for this month because the more you know it, when it's happening, then you know what's going on, and that can be very helpful. Okay, so any decisions that you make from your relationships about your finances, you know, the Mercury retrograde is going to bring up a lot of things about your friendships, your yourself within the group, you having to do with, you know, a team or your tribe or anything like that. Any questions that come up or certainty you think you come to in September, even most of October. Don't, I want to say don't, consider avoiding very big, long-lasting, high-stakes, long-term decisions in that aspect or in that transit because the odds are that you're going to change your mind and you don't want to change your mind on something big or put something into motion that you can't stop, okay? So if you have to make a big decision or do paperwork or contract or come to an agreement, you're going to have better energy as October progresses and as we get into November than you will for the better part of September. One last thing that I want to point out that is so critical to understand, especially about Placidus charts, 
that I want to take advantage of having the visual to show this to you is how the outer planets shift depending on where you're at in the Scorpio spectrum. Okay, so look at the early degree chart and notice Jupiter here. Okay, Jupiter has been, uh, Jupiter rules the fourth house of Scorpio, right? So if you know anything about astrology, you know that in, in the natural Scorpio chart here, Aquarius rules that place. Okay, so Jupiter has been working to expand your home and family sector, and that has a lot of implications. Okay, and I have a whole video on what you can expect from this, but I, I want to show you how this changes. So the middle degree, okay, so this is the October born or zero to nine degree chart. Then we look at the middle, we see that Jupiter is still there, but it's backed up. So that means that part of the transit it's been doing for 2021 has been in the third and part of the transit has been in the fourth. Okay. So that means Jupiter has been accentuated and you can see Saturn has also dropped back here. We're not going to talk about that right now, but just to kind of see that where an outer planet is transiting changes and it's, it shifts back depending on where you're at in the sign. Now, if we go to the late degree, where's Jupiter? Is it in the fourth house? No, it's near the fourth house. So it is still doing some work there. It's, you know, working to expand home and family, but it's predominant work here in for the whole of 2021 is actually in the third house. Okay. So November born Scorpios or 10 to 29 degrees, you still have Jupiter also working in your third house besides giving some influence in the fourth house. Okay. So this is just, it's really cool to be able to see the visual of that. Now to understand better what Jupiter has been trying to do and is trying to do for 2021, look for, so if you're an October born, actually for all Scorpios, watch my video called Jupiter and Aquarius for Scorpio. Okay. That's going to speak to what Jupiter in the fourth house is doing. And just know that the later you are in the sign, the longer still you have of that. You know, if you're like November 11th through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees, you still have more of all of the things I talk about in that video well into next year. Okay. So if you are a November born, then I also suggest that you watch Jupiter in Aquarius for Sagittarius. Okay. Because that's going to describe what Jupiter in the third house has doing is doing for you. And so between those two videos, and you can find these videos either by organic search, Jupiter in Aquarius for Scorpio, Jupiter in Aquarius for Sagittarius for the later degrees as well. Or you can go to my um, homepage and there's a Jupiter playlist. Okay. And I give a very in-depth explanation of what Jupiter's doing, what the timelines are and what you can expect from that. Okay. So I've given you lots of information about the energies at work and play this month to help you make the most of the potentials. If you'd like even more information, go to anniehelpsyou.com. That is the interface for all of the free goodies that I make for you each month. Also, if you would like to be an astrologer as your profession, if you're a homeschooling parent, if you want to stay working from home, if you want to make your own hours and earn money from your love for astrology, I can help you do that. Check out my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. This course is great for you, even if you don't want to do this work as your profession, if you just want to help yourself, your own self-development, help your family and friends, you can learn everything you need to know in that course at loomlife.com. Also, I have lots of free courses at that site, so you can check out all of more free goodies there. 
I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.